Another week has passed, and it doesn't appear as if the vitriol toward our newly elected president is going away anytime soon. Last week, in his latest music video, the famous rapper Snoop Dogg took aim at President Trump with a gun literally pointed at a clown dressed like the president. The rapper then listed off many of his grievances with the president, including his travel ban, people being jailed for marijuana possession, and of course, just winning the presidency itself. Soon after, another rapper, Shad Bow Wow Gregory Moss, joined in the ridicule, sending an explicit tweet to the president in which he threatened, and I quote here, to pimp the president's wife and make her work for us. Whatever that means. The week culminated with Atlanta rapper T.I. jumping into the mix, calling the president a tangerine-tanned muskrat, followed by a profanity-laden tirade that cannot be repeated on this podcast. Now, I'm no Trump advocate. I didn't vote for him, nor did I vote for the other party's candidate. In fact, I am one of the least political people you'll ever meet and pledge no allegiance to any political party. However, when did it become socially acceptable to demonstrate such disrespectful disdain for our elected leaders? I know it didn't begin with President Trump, because there were many unkind and ugly epithets hurled toward President Obama during his eight years in office. And just as well, President Bush was the subject of some pretty nasty insults during his eight-year term. Now, I suppose someone could argue that Mr. Trump has engaged in his fair share of crude language and vulgar behavior, and thus he deserves whatever harsh and hateful criticism he receives. One could argue that, but they would be wrong. In 1 Samuel chapter 24, we read of David being on the run from King Saul. Following David's defeat of Goliath, Saul had developed such a bitter jealousy toward David that he actually attempted to kill him on more than one occasion, forcing David to flee into the wilderness for his life. By the time we come to 1 Samuel chapter 24, Saul finds himself in a cave where, unbeknownst to him, David is hiding. Verse 4 tells us that David sneaks up behind Saul, close enough to cut off the edge of his garment. Almost immediately, though, verse 5 says that David's conscience bothers him, And he regrets having cut off that snippet of Saul's robe. David then says in verse 6, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, to the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing that he is the anointed of the Lord. In the ensuing chapter, several times, David speaks of Saul as being the Lord's anointed. Even though Saul was irrational, And even though Saul sought to do David harm, David would not retaliate against the king. He respected that office that God had ordained. I believe that we can learn a valuable lesson from David here. While some people in positions of power may institute policies that we disagree with, and they may not conduct themselves worthy of their rank, they do deserve to be accorded the honor of that office. In New Testament times, during the days of immoral and ungodly and in fact Christian-hating Roman emperors, 
Christians were still instructed to be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Romans 13 verse 1. Furthermore, Christians are commanded to pray for those in authority. 1 Timothy 2 verse 2. And yes, even to honor our leaders. 1 Peter 2 verse 17. And so I'll say again, there's no political agenda being advanced here. Because the Bible's commands are not politically motivated. Respect, honor, decency, graciousness, and just good manners. Those qualities never go out of style. Nor should they be discarded whenever we disagree with someone, even if that someone happens to be the President of the United States. Think very carefully this week about what kind of changes need to be made in your attitude toward our elected officials.